Welcome. to offend we will offend and if you have a delicate sensibility click the x button in the corner or if you're on a mac the red button in the left corner monty welcome to the show of offending people well um it never happened and i make shit up uh, so <laughs> just yeah uh for the last couple of weeks everyone that has asked for a reading i uh, apparently you're all from scotland from hurley in scotland uh, you all live the same lives. It's very metaphysical, where because we're all one, <coughs> and I can't read the Acacia records. I didn't even have a card. Meow. Fucking video. God damn it. <laughs> There's an opening. <laughs> Welcome, and everyone. Oh, Andrew uh, Bartis. Oh, yeah. you fucking ass. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome, exactly. Welcome to our motherfucking comedy show. <laughs> Hi, yo. <laughs> I am joined by my motherfucking comicetical guests, Monty Dean and Bruce McDonald. I, I, what type of accent is that, Boyle? That's a pissed off accent that I'm not figuring out which one it is. Yeah. Change See, it as I go. Yeah, the Galactic Historian is doing a world tour in one sentence. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you are listening on some other channel like YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Twitch and want to be a part of the comedy room, you got to be here, bitches. I say this every week and every week I see where's the link? Where's the link? The link is there. You instant gratifying motherfuckers. Anyways, Robert has the information up there. I'm not going to tell you how to get here. It is self-sufficient. Use your free will. Mm. Now, as a continuous reminder, this show is not for those who are asking for a reading. This show is not for galactic history. This show is not for asking questions about babying, raping, lizard wizards taking over the world. This is a comedy show. Now, if you want to laugh, join us. If you want to talk about baby raping lizard wizards, take the stick out of your ass and go somewhere else. This show is to take the piss out of the baby raping lizard wizards. Because if we don't take the piss out of them, who will? Now, Monty and Bruce, we have given our boundaries about the baby raping lizard wizards. What today are we going to breach the topic of comedy and urinate all over the sacred cows? If not, stick a sword into a sacred cow so deep it comes out its other side. Well, what I want, I just want to address one thing with people. Um, I get occasionally, oh, you don't answer the chat in YouTube. Well, yeah, I'm not looking at the YouTube chat yet. With total yeah. wank. I've mentioned it eight times. We mentioned it here. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you watch it? I only look at the Zoom room chat. So not YouTube, not Facebook. I, I look at Facebook afterwards to see what you motherfuckers have been saying about us. <laughs> Me so, too, either, afterwards, yeah. but not yeah. during the show. No, it's it's kind of hard because, uh, and also there's the, the whole time delay thing, but yeah. Um, right. And it's, it's hard to go through four or five chat rooms and try to figure out what's what. That's why we want you to come to Zoom and enjoy so you could raise your hand and talk to us and interact with one chat room. Not six. 
Yeah, we're our multidimensional beings experiencing ourselves subjectively, but we're not that fucking smart to have six different chats going at once. <laughs> and look at that. We had a migration of 10 people come to the room. Excellent. Welcome, Facebookians <laughs> and YouTubians. Join us. Here in Zoomlandia, you actually are mean something. In, in, in YouTubia land, in Facebookia, you don't mean anything to them. Here you mean something. Welcome to the fold. Yes. Now, we can talk about, let's see, what, free will, uh, manifestation, uh, discernment, or um, Joe Biden trying to talk to an empty room about spending $6 trillion <laughs> in three months. It, it was, what, he's, been, he's had his 100 days. Apparently, everything he wants to do, he, he needs $6 trillion. Well, remember back in 2008 when uh, 977 billion was a lot of money? <laughs> For the first tarp, okay? For the yeah, first tarp um, bailout. What, before or after the collapse? Well, <laughs> before, before the collapse. Was before, yeah, before the collapse, the, they needed 967 yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. Before the yeah. collapse, that was a lot of money. And then after the collapse, not so much or much yeah, more. Small, because after the collapse, they needed two trillion more. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, uh, Joe's basically, oh, the, you know, the, the previous administration is, you know, throwing away money on um, uh, blah, 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 a cat and a squirrel can mate, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, can I have $6 trillion <laughs> to save your money? Like, what? Well, that cat and squirrel need to have a baby shower. That's $1 trillion. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and and their their uncle Seal needs a um an operation. A club. He needs a club. Yeah, he's opening a cl a string of clubs around the the United States, and it's called Clubbed Baby Seal Club. Yeah, I actually said that. I said that joke. Yeah, <laughs> first blubber, seal It's called the Blubber Club. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the um, offshoot gyms that they're going to open. Um, I've said that joke to someone. Uh, first seal walks into a club and they believed me. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm like, you can't do that. I'm like, All right. I know. <laughs> if you have any club baby seal jokes, please type them into the chat room now. As I see spiritual light workers going, I am I telling a club seal joke? Oh no. <laughs> My delicate sensibilities. Um, there's a there's a, a cartoon from about 10, 15 years ago called Mr. Hell. Ah, uh, or ah, uh, it's the Mr. Hell show. And I think it was Sergey the Seal. And and the whole premise of it is, is um this seal saw their uh, parents getting killed or clubbed. And so he he turns into a, an eco warrior, but you know, he 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 always sees red and shoots everybody. So it, there's always, it ends up with a gun battle and a bloodbath at the end. And he has a, a, a lucky um, toe for like a, a lucky rabbit foot, but it's an actual. That's funny. So yeah. what happens when a teenage seal, go, teenage, teenage seal goes clubbing? <laughs> I don't know, some, some jokes you don't need to finish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, have you seen that meme? It's an actual photo where, you know, um, um, hunting is, is really cool and all, but are you the type of man that um, <laughs> feeds a, a mama seal while the younger seal rapes your leg? 
If you see, like, there's a little baby seal yeah. hugging. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Teenage seals going clubbing. I think that's easier to be a. That should be a rap band. <laughs> Not uh, Nigerians with attitude. <laughs> Teenage seals clubbing. Yes. TSC on on tour on tour with Niger uh, Nigerians with attitude. Yep. Is that's like code going, word. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's code word. We, yeah, because we could say N word because we're not allowed to say or use the other word. However, every time I say N word, guess what your your brain's thinking of when you when I say N word? Nigerian. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ex- exactly. A beautiful place that I'll visit one day. With a club baby seal. Yeah, a baby seal. A baby seal who clubs. Yes, a baby seal wants to go to the Nigerian clubs. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I, I might be going to Lagos next month. Apparently, I've got a big family inheritance waiting for me down there. Oh wow! Yeah, those Nigerian princes—they just—they just are so close to the Scottish, aren't they? <laughs> you guys have never. Maybe this is just a Canadian thing. You've never gotten those emails. Oh God, I've got I've and- got them so many times. Uh, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, I, not from not from there, but um, I, I've had a couple of uh e- emails from a U.S. general saying stuff like, "Oh, we need to offload all this money." I'm like, <laughs> unless someone's trolling me from the conspiracy world, or someone's an idiot. <laughs> I'm a captain in the thing, and I need to get some rid of money. Like, right, sure you are. I'm not paranoid. I'm aware. <laughs> so anything from the US, any 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 um, personal email from a US uh, service person, right? So there there is a new generation of YouTubians that have gotten very aggressive at the Indian call centers that call and scam people. So there's an entire genre now of <laughs> Americans on YouTube calling Indian call centers and fucking with their heads. <laughs> now, about a year ago, I discovered this whole genre. And there's this one guy who literally pretends to be like an old woman or a dumb hick. And is trying to, they're, they're trying to get the, the, the Indian call scammers are trying to get him to put $3,000 onto uh, gift cards. And what he ends up doing is hacking their system while he's talking to them and takes their money from them. Quite literally. <laughs> Okay, and then has a thing where he 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 gives them uh, he shows the does a share screen thing and then shows them how much money is in a bank account, but it's a fake screen, not the real bank account numbers or anything, and they instantly see three hundred thousand dollars in the bank, and then you realize they're trying to hack into his system, and then they counter hack they counter hack the hack, and then they shut down the entire Indian call center like two hundred computers and erase the hard drives on them. Brilliant. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there's some that goes even there. This guy named Jim Browning. Um, if you could look up his YouTube channel, if you truly want to get in depth to a person who has taken non-vengeance vengeance against the entire Indians call scam community, he hacks into their systems so secretively, he records who they are, accesses their Facebook, and then puts up an I'm an Indian call scammer. <laughs> I work for a call scam company. Shuts, shuts these down all over. Nice. That's amazing. 
Yes. See, balance, balance to the force. See, right. it, 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 it may be the end times. I like how that people say, oh, it's the end of the world. Well, kind of, yeah, kind of good because this world sucks. Right. So the, the, guy that, <laughs> the guy that started this, this whole Indian call scammer fight back on YouTube channel was a guy that had his grandmother stolen $5,000 stolen from her by an Indian Ooh. call scam. And this guy's from like West Virginia. I forgot what his name was. Um, he doesn't really have an accent, but he was a former military guy, had military computer skills. And he's like, I'm going to get these guys back and I'm going to record it. <laughs> and it Graham started Graham. In, right, Graham, Graham. right. And it started in an entire genre of people trolling these entire Indian call scam groups. Yeah, well, it makes sense as well where you, you if everything we're tired of um, the perceptions of politics and war and medical tyranny and uh, racism and sexism and everything else like that, and then you have pricks on the phone trying to scam money out of you. <laughs> There's going to be the, like, yeah, even the earth's probably going, yeah, all right, that's a bit too much, chaps. We need to sit, fuck it, all right, Dave, Graham Gann's going to lose $5,000 However, you will become a god in online community because you're attacking these cuts. Right. So the irony is some of these high-level Indian call scam centers are supported by the government. And yeah. a variety of them have uncovered government funds to both be a legal support to the tech industry and an illegal scam to the industry at the same time. Which, now, which government? Sorry to interrupt. The Indian, which gov Indian, the Indian, Indian government. government. Okay, the Indian right. government, yeah. And in support with the police, everything. It's like some of the information that has come out. Um, and there was this one guy that went over there trying to expose this stuff. And this one Indian guy, a uh, call center guy who owns like like a five call centers, each call center with like a thousand five hundred people in them. He was he he thought the guy was coming to kill him. Okay, <laughs> guy, when in fact he was just coming to expose him. And. Um, there's a whole documentary video on it. You might, you all might be interested in watching and how, how terrorized some of these call center companies were because they know what data was stolen from their own computers. <laughs> okay. They know what was taken that, that the proof there is unstoppably, you know, holy shit. <laughs> now I'm just wondering um, the, see, I, I understand the concept of as above as so is below but it's not a, a direct correlation or is there an Indian, Indian phone scam in the fourth and fifth dimensional reality that we call well, the, uh, the galaxy. Considering karma, there's a word came from India. So what kind of karma does an Indian phone scammer have? <laughs> now, does that Stop answer your question as above? Yeah. So below, what is the karma of the guy below doing the call scammer? There's gotta be something influencing him from above mm. to do it. Okay, all right. I just hello. I am from Earth. I, I'm looking for Arcturus. Um, you are. We are wondering about your connection. <laughs> exactly. Is it used karma? <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Sean, that's a great line. Is it used karma they're selling? <laughs> See this karma? You can fit three thousand lives in. <laughs> exactly. Buy one life, get one free. <laughs> On multiple planets. Now, Bruce, you've studied karma depth in depth. You've had plenty of educational background and spirituality. What is the what is the relation of karma to a person that's an Indian call scammer? Well, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I, you know, I look. Everything is sort of consensual, 
right? Mm -hmm. It is and it isn't, but the terms they're offering are false, right? They are lying. So, 100%. but yeah. I mean, you're going to have to turn off your video. You're going to have to turn off your video, Bruce. Your, your call's dropping. Yeah, you're turning red. You have to turn your turn your turn your video off. Yeah, you have red bars, and that sentence is like really, you know, um, the the mescaline kicked in. Never been in the. Uh, I don't know how long the karma queue is there, but it's bigger than the bank queue, right? Yeah, we can't yeah. hear anything. Okay. We, we can't. We yeah, can't. I don't know what's going on. Just turn off your video. Turn just turn off your video. Yeah, cut the the data streaming because yeah, it's like um, when you're in a car crash, everything slows down, or you you speed up because yeah, heighten anyway. But um, one uh, one sentence I got from that was you know the uh, well I think in the four D in the astral um, because the planet's been on hold for a while. There's a lot of uh, souls who want to go through the galactic ascension machine. But it hasn't been a graduation for a long time, so all, all of creation's stuck on hold. Uh, I, I, I do like that. Apparently, there are um, evil entities on this planet. Of like, yeah, that's enough. I, I, I'd like to move on now. Thanks. That's the point exactly. we're at. <laughs> we're exactly. at the point where I, I, even even the evil guys are like, you know what? I've done this enough. I don't want to do no more. I want to go try something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I like vanilla ice cream, but it's been for me in years. Right. I uh, I know there are other flavors. Uh, it's like, you know, it's, you know, grandma, I make your um, uh, homemade ice cream. And then there's um, 31 flavors. Baskin is Baskin Robbins. You, you hear the myth of this Baskin Robbins. Or is the 32 yes. flavor? The, yeah. 33 million, yeah. the 33 million years of flavors. Yeah, yes, of course. Uh, and then you have Ben and Jerry's, which uh, is ice cream that lectures you. That, that's always good. That's a good selling yes. point. Lecturing ice cream is always important. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was about fun and sugar and, and dairy yeah. products. No, it's, it's basically like we have a racist problem in America. It's like the same people have basically just um, called um, that senator the, who did the response to Biden. Uh, because he's an African-American, because uh, he's following the white man. Uh, he's an Uncle Tom or Uncle whatever, whatever. They're basically, put, yeah, yeah, porch monkeys, whatever you want to call it, all that stupidity. Monkey. And they proved it by calling <laughs> this guy names. It's like, yeah. Thank you, Sean. Right, so Uncle, Fucker, Uncle Fucker. Go ahead, Bruce. Can I be heard? Yes, we can hear yes. you now. Oh, fantastic. All right, so I'll, I'll try to answer the first question I was answered. So, I mean, generally, karma is a reciprocal thing, right? It, it's not, a, I, not reciprocal at the level of detail, but at the energetics, it's reciprocal. So if you're going out and you're deliberately lying to people and you're deliberately uh, misleading them and creating um, a loss or a consequence in their life as a result of that, that's how it would manifest in your life. It might happen to you the next time you went to a mechanic, it, but you see, it's so normal now in the modern economy. When you, when you think of it, very few people, maybe 15, 20% of the workforce is doing purely honest work now by spiritual contract. Everything, there's so much deception 
written. It's just been a downhill slide since Edward Bernays and, um, uh, you know, marketing and publicity and, and all of these sorts of things, right? Uh, it, it's rampant over here too in Costa Rica. It's not that they're ripping you off. It's just that you got to be very careful about getting into trust relationships over here. You can be very careful about the mechanic you choose, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody does it. That's probably the spirit, but still the karma persists. And this, I think what happens ultimately as a result of things like the Indian call center scam and everything is it just, it just increases the overall level of conspiracy globally, making the system more and more cumbersome and unpredictable, right? Well, the irony, the irony, there has been a massive pushback from, from the Indians who are public people about call, call scam workers, where now they, when they find out they are publicly shamed because oh, they're good. ruining the imagery of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because like here in Australia, we're multicultural, but um, apparently every call, you, the phone call you get, and there's a heavy, thick accent. Hello, my name is John, and I would like to talk to you about solar panels. It's like, are you, are you where do you live? Um, oh, Canberra. Yeah, they're very, very warm there right now. Yeah, it's they're outsourcing and everything else like that. Speaking of Edward Bernays, I always think of food when you say that. <laughs> Edward Bernays, all oh, the sauce, mmm, lovely. Nah. Now, I want to, Bruce, one second. I want to touch one more thing on the public outlash and backlash on these call centers. Now, these are not mom and pop call centers. These are major call centers that, that employ 2,000, 3,000 people who are a publicly traded company and have people that are permanent scammers within them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's completely integrated into full publicly traded companies. And then there are these mom and pop companies, which is basically an apartment with like five or six rooms and 15 people shoved into it, making 1,000 calls a day each. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Just this whole secondary industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the numbers. Like um I had a couple of call center jobs and it's it's the kind of thing like I'm doing an audio I'm recording an audio book. Not my book. I can't read or write. Well I can read, I can't write. Uh but the thing is with that book, um once I've achieved something, it's you're always constantly moving. But when you're in a call center, it's the same thing over and over. The calls are different. It's like, yeah, but well, it's, it's eight out of 10 people say no or just hang up. And it's, it's, it's that it's, it's all about the numbers where you, the more calls you make, the more chance uh, of having a response or getting it. And so you, could, you need to make a thousand phone calls and I'm lazy, and so fuck that. <laughs> Why Unfortunately, the response rate is much higher than that because they're targeting the elderly who are pre-programmed to actually tell you anything on the phone because many of them grew up with there were no phones in the house or it was party lines, and if somebody called you, that was important. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, depending on um, what um, call center you're in, and then if you're scamming, obviously that's a different thing. Mind you, that generation's slowly dying out, so... Uh, no, yeah. it left it left children who are just as dumb, unfortunately. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, that's the fun part of um, I love you. Know, oh, you wear a mask, you're a knob. It's like fucking free will. I mean, yeah, I, I don't agree with your choice, but you know, um, 
And people say, oh, but you wore a mask. Yeah, because it was mandated. And the mask protected me from a government fine. Like, but yeah, I, I, it's a pet peeve of mine at the moment where free will, it's like, like my dad wants to have the vaccine. It's like, cool, but I'm going over there on Tuesday and I'm going to express uh, all my concerns politely. But if he, if he goes ahead, he goes ahead, free will. Like right now, I'm going to hand the talking stick to Bruce. Stay with us, folks. In our next segment, we'll be finding the comedy in bacterial pneumonia and small-scale nuclear war in Ukraine. Oh, <laughs> cancer. What's going on there? <laughs> cancer, An oncologist has been, <laughs> cancer has become cancerous on modern population. <laughs> Two oncologists walk into a bar. And they diagnose uh, everyone with cancer. Yeah, and they cry into their tequila. Uh, I, I did B seventeen. I tried it. You know, we can't get peach pips. Uh, yeah, you know, the United States is very fascinating. Like with the the uh, the medicine that's banned and all the the carcinogenic chemicals that are put in food. Like you put up Fruit Loops from the United Kingdom and the United States, and the one in the United States has fifty extra ingredients. Yeah, and isn't it just fruit and sugar? Yes. So you want to hear an interesting statistic? When we went on lockdown this time last year, um, the amount of phone calls that people were having dropped by 70%. Okay. Wow. The actual call scammers from India, because they ended up going on lockdown also and couldn't go into work and couldn't be in. The amount of robocalls, because at, at any given day, the, the call scammers are operating 80% of the phone lines. <laughs> okay? Robocalls, et cetera, et cetera. And then as people started at home, they started having these counter th- counter things that blast back at the phone number and reports it. And there was a, like a 70 or 80% reduction in robocalls. Well, um, here in Australia, there's a couple of uh, robocalls and it's either um, efficient slash lazy. But um, it's in that robot voice, and it says, "Your uh, what? There's two of them. Your tax account, uh, your tax file number has whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, there'll be a warrant for your arrest issued in 45 minutes." And people, you know, people may say uh, the the responders are dumb, but or if they're unaware, you you put into that fight or flight mode, and so you press one, and you're sent through to someone waiting for you to scam. Right. Another one, uh, another one is um, your IP address. And it's like, uh, well, if I have an internet problem, shouldn't my internet provider call me? Right. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. And the irony, yeah, the irony, the tax scam, they did it here in the United States and they did it in Canada. In the United States, they got over $200 million in like six months. And in Canada, they got over like $300 million in four months. Yeah. On the tax the and- telephone tax scam. Yeah. Yeah. Canadians are nice. Oh, what's yeah. that, E? No, oh, you need some help no, there, no, E. No, no, no. They targeted the elderly population yeah. and they hacked They hacked the registry of elderly people. That's what they did. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think wow. someone's bought a list with my um, email yeah. on because the amount of junk crap that I'm getting. Uh, I spent half a day just unsubscribing. <laughs> just yeah, like, same I don't here. need this shit. It's like, fuck. Yeah, I've had the same email since 97. So uh, I, I don't, I just, I just put all my blocks in. But when I go to check the spam folder, there's thousands of emails in there, right? Like thousands. And uh, the longer you have an email, uh, the more spam you get, right? That's right. Because every, yeah. every, everywhere you go on the internet, there, there. So, and, you know, Facebook and things like this, there. 
Yeah, they're I've had a, Yeah, I've had um, a Hotmail account since 97, 98, and I don't use it, but every day <laughs> I clear out about 20 to 30 um, spam crap. Um, I think uh, maybe there's probably two email they're places. They're using it. To, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, this is good, but I'm still like I've had it for forever. I've <laughs> I've got an email from the 20th century. So is Bruce. Me. Uh, even my um, mobile phone number uh, I got in the 90s, and I've been with the same company ever since. So it's like 24, 23, 24 um, years. And in this day and age, having loyalty to a company is beyond platinum based golds type thing it was like um you'd be amazed how the the deals change when it's like oh yeah we see you you run out of contract i'm wondering if you get off of that well if you just look where i started oh geez uh, um uh do you want me to come over and give you a blowjob sir uh, it's like no no it's all right it's all right just uh i'll pay five dollars a month thanks for that yes and 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 uh, Bob put something in the chat room here about about uh, the types of things that you get, and then you get the ones that are obviously written in a foreign language and they use Google Translate, so all the the verbs and pronouns are completely wrong. Or <laughs> <laughs> that classic one of um, uh, I've hacked your system and you've been watching some naughty. Uh, websites and uh, I won't release the information unless you give me or you invest in my Bitcoin, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if this, this professional can't even spell check the message, <laughs> like what if it's, yeah. And if my camera's covered at all times, I think he's bullshitting. Yep. I think he's bullshitting. Exactly. <laughs> and I like when people say, um, did you get my email? Check your spam folder. Oh, Fuck. All right. I'll come back to you in three weeks when I've gone through my folder of 10,000. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to admit, I got one of those emails and I freaked out the first time I got it. Wait, should I have said that? No, it's fine. <laughs> Remember when they when they tried to hack the router at the at the at the, at the Seattle house? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Right in the yeah, middle yeah. Of show everything yeah. goes down. Yeah, and they, they they hack the router, not the system, guys. The router that yeah. tells you the level of, of of sophistication where they're targeting your router. They don't give a shit about your computer anymore. Yeah, yeah. Level of hacking yeah. now yeah. is extremely sophisticated. They can they can get stuff midstream now if they understand the provisioning software. It's mind boggling. So what's our what's our favorite hacks of all time? My favorite hack for just sheer social amusement was the Sony Studios hack about 10 years ago. That killed me. That yeah, around funny. the time, was that around the time everybody's of the emails, interview? Everybody's, yeah. Everybody's emails came out, Madonna, and, and it was just, just ridiculous. You know, you remember that? Oh, I remember, I remember that. Like, I'm trying to figure out what, what can top that. Ooh. There was Madison yeah. Addison, whatever the the um the Ashley Madison, yeah Ashley Madison, yeah, yeah that that's close. Yeah, that's, that's close. That's, that's that's close because uh, that yeah a lot of people discovered their um, their partners were having affairs, type thing. So there's probably a little bit more than Sony, mind you. Sony basically wanted Michael Jackson dead so they could get his collection. Of right. music so um yeah sony now uh is this conspiracy theory nut jobs of i've got too much time on my hands and i've made shit up or does sony stand for standard oil new york i, I don't know i don't know 
That's the question. <laughs> I think yeah, it's, well, it sounds sounds Japanese. Yeah, yeah, it's Sony. Uh, I don't think it's that's what I mean. But this is the fun part of being no, like Bruce and I. Um, Bruce dabbles in the conspiracy world and then <laughs> just laughs and walks out. Uh, I'm kind of stuck there, but it just uh, the mind. It's uh, is it the curious um, cur- curiosity uh, in whatever it is, and then the imagination fills it in. It's like you know Trump um, waves at someone with the left hand. So that means, of course, he's um, actually going to invade Cuba. You know that the the this, yeah. the, the jumps of faith, and it's like really, it's like ah, oh. and it's kind of hard. I can see where the 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 mad version of a conspiracy nut is because it's like, well, you know, uh, a banana you know, at three oh five, and this happens, and then there's a clock tower and a banana, and of course, Satan is a marshmallow. I heard it through reverse speech. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. People, it, I, you know, I don't know how people get that way, right? How they get so um, lost in, in a subject and they can never come out of it because, I, you know, I've gone pretty deep into a few subjects, hmm. but then, you know, you come, I think it's just the, the inability to acknowledge it, right? There's so many people now when you listen to, um, when you listen to podcasts and stuff, uh, the, the, the main focus now seems to be people trying to, you know, talk out loud and convince themselves and everybody else of the obvious. <laughs> yeah. If right? you it's it's yeah. like, what do we do? Because, because the thing is, once you determine that, yeah, it's not a conspiracy, they're actually doing this. What do you do then? I think that's well, that what happened. people don't want to face. It's easy yeah. for me because I've already done it. I built an earth bag house in the Talamanca mountains. What are you going to yeah. do next? Yeah, I did it in 2014. Yeah. What am I doing now? I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, uh, around about 12 months ago, if you remember, um, the conspiracy world was shaken and, and stirred because well, a, a third of it of like went into panic mode of like, oh, oh, oh no, everything I've been talking about has come real. <laughs> and then um, uh, it was the same time in memes like, yeah, yeah I need new conspiracy theories because my old ones came true. And sort of now they get stuck in the, the business marketing model. Now there's nothing wrong with business per se, if it's done right and you, you know, you're following your dream, but if you're there for clickbait and outrage and you have to have information all the time, you have to keep, having that, that plate in the air and spinning spinning plates and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's a good thing about doing a comedy show. We could talk about socks for 45 minutes and then maybe bring up yogurt and then yogurt in the socks. But we're not like, and here's the latest. And also, see, oh, people say that about Alex Jones, but he keeps, he's either uh, vindicated when it comes true or he keeps finding new stuff. And you know what I mean? But there's other people like, uh just like the insanity of all where they get stuck and uh, they believe anything. Uh, you describe the flat earthers because it's, you can't, you, you know, it's true. Well, how uh, you just click on Google. Well, a couple of, a couple of questions. A, why do you trust Google? <laughs> and B, if it was so, if it's so easy to prove, you should be able to go here. And we know we live in a hologram anyway. And that that's how I piss them off. We live in a flat plane. Yeah, but we live in a hologram. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm looking it, up it, the it, top hat. I'm looking up the tox hat top hacks of all time, and the stuff in the eighties is, is epic. Some of the stuff that happened in the eighties. Um, well, the United Nations website was hacked and created a page for Taiwan, which had not been it's not had a seat in the UN since 1971. Um, yeah, that's a pretty big one. That just happened in 2020. <laughs> And then the counter hacker. So this was in 2007 when somebody launched, launched a zombie kill program. All the computers that had been turned into zombies, it was killing the zombie. It was a counter hack hack where like 25 million computers worldwide, were, which were been zombied by one organization, um, suddenly had lost all their zombies. Wow. Oh, what's that website? Is it viking.com or IP where they actually show in real time the, the cyber war that's happening? And you, it's so memorizing, you can uh, get lost in it. It does look like, if you remember uh, War Games with um, Matthew Broderick from 1984, mm -hmm. um, it, it, you just have those war games playing out. And you can see it's just, it's fascinating when, um, uh, a network of computers swarms one place and yep. it's just like bang yep. it, it, the colors children the colors it, you can watch it for 45 minutes and it's like high grade battleship <laughs> if that makes sense yeah okay yeah. and then the 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 most unique one is in year 2000 in may of 2000 the i love you worm also known as the vbs love letter and love bug worm um was written in a VBS script, and it infected millions, hundreds of millions of computers worldwide within a few hours of its release. It is considered to be the most damaging worm ever. And it was developed by a single college computer student in the Philippines as his thesis. <laughs> okay. Very nice. I remember so that, you, actually. Yeah. So you're saying that Swordfish, the movie, is a documentary? Yes, it's a documentary. Yeah, I, I like that film. The way, the best way of the best. I like how they made the film where the the high point of the film they show that scene at the start, <laughs> so they drag you in, and then it unfolds. So, yeah. right. And John Travolta's not bad in that. Yeah, that was one of those movies that it was his it was his third coming, his third the third revival of his career. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah, fascinating too. Yeah. I wondered why, why does he need 15 screens? And as I've bought my second screen, I understand now. <laughs> like yes. I need but that came out of time. Two screens. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And like the way that the whole, yeah, it's not really disclosure, but there's a lot of information of what's happening. And then you've got the, the whole premise where you, you discover uh, misdirection and, you know, even the basic uh, illusionist, because on this right. on this on this show, if I say magician, people think of three different things. <laughs> but illusionist, yes, or delusionist. Yeah, yeah. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. And I'm taking you all. Yeah. That hand is doing a conspiracy. It's part of the baby raping lizard groups. That's why I'm a delusionist. Yeah. Now the De thing is that delusionist. Because <laughs> there is a small group of baby, 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 whatever you, lizards. There's seven of them. They don't control the whole. You know what I mean? It's so um, uh, on the the network that Bruce and I frequent occasionally. We're getting to the point now of like, really, it's the Jews. 
please grow up. It's yes. not just grow up. It's like, yes. it's the Jews' fault. I, I, I stub my toes. It's the Jews. And it's like, according to the American media, it's the Russians. But if you go back far enough, apparently the Bolsheviks are Jewish. And it's just like, like other people like, yeah. there's me and they're my creator. You're skipping 98% of creation. <laughs> it's not that easy. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of think, stuff going on down here. A lot of agendas. Yeah, a lot of agendas. <laughs> I want to think. Want my, that, go ahead. If, if you want, if you yes. want my personal opinion, I think it's, I think it's the, everything that's wrong in the world now. We could probably blame on Albania. Let's just randomly select Albania. Uh, Albania, Albania has been at the at the at the butt of a lot of jokes for the long time. I I think we need yeah. to go to a, an even smaller country. Something we'll like. Tonga. No, we'll see. Now that's a Lapland conspiracy. Papa. That's your problem there. The Lapland Papua New Guinea. Uh, well, yep. the Papua New Guinea actually controls Lapland, who have created the conspiracy to um, believe that uh, Albania is the problem by uh, reinforcing it by saying it was Tonga. See how all this works? Yes, I do. <laughs> now, can we? Not, I, Please not go on. I don't think I'm going to add another country to that conspiracy because my head will break. <laughs> I have to remember everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, really, the, the, the problem now with the alternative media is that we've hit a stage in our program, which was justifiable. I mean, we started up because nobody could make sense of 2001. And a lot of stuff started to go off the rails. We started to get a naturally occurring disclosure in our timeline. And so we sort of picked up on it, but it's flipped now from a reactive. It should be, it should be much more active now. It should be constructive and, and suggesting ideas on, you know, if not changing the world, you know, going and doing what you want to do in the world, but they can't make that turn. It's a 90 degree turn for these people at 60 miles an hour and they can't do it. They just want to stay with the conspiracies. It's, you know, what's going on, it doesn't seem to me like too much is going to stop what's, what's coming down the pipe. So um, now, nor do I think they can control how it's going to land. You know, what, what Agenda 2030, a great reset and all this stuff that's on the edges is going to look like as it actually permeates into all of the individual cultures and uh, works with the principalities in each of those cultures. But, you know, we're going into a period of change and, um, the more you're holding on to something, the harder this is going to be. And, uh, and that doesn't matter what you're holding on to. It's, it's just, this is a time where you just got to, you know, walk naked in, in the winter well, time. Fair as, a, as a sci-fi fan, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had to let go of Star Trek, Star Wars, nearly Doctor Who. Like all my, my, all my entertainment's been destroyed by bad storytelling and lecturing. Um, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Why are you still talking about Star Wars? I've loved it for thirty-eight years. It's beyond religion. Uh, it's just a movie. It, we're still talking about it forty years later. How can it just a movie? Go away. I really yeah. want to thank Alan Sam, Alan for this quote. It's the Stockholm Syndrome of conspiracy theory. Can't let it go. <laughs> and then the other one from further up. Just one second here. Um, it was about the the delusionists, and Danny Sosa said the delusionati. And, <laughs> and Sean corrected the delusionist thinks he's an illusionist. 
So the delusionati and the delusionists are their own are their own <laughs> group of people who have a Stockholm syndrome to their to their conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, and most of us yeah. just want to meet someone to have sex with. And that's your illusion, not delusion. Yeah, I remember remember well, this is years ago. We were um riffing on um spiritual one liners. Yes, the one the pickup <laughs> liners. Yeah. And if anyone has a spirituality pick one liner pickup line, please write it in the chat room now. Like, yeah. do you use Windex on your underwear? Because I can sure see my reflection in there. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're all one, do you want to come home and masturbate? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, it's spiritual bar, but yeah. It's interesting, um, you know, people sometimes ask, why are you single? Well, let's say I'm a metalhead comedian in the spirit and conspiracy world. My niche is extremely thin. <laughs> it's not as thin as you think, though. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not I, as thin I, I, as I, you I, think. I, I, no, I, I forgot. I'm also you're a hermit, and that's a really over, big niche. You're over thin. Yeah. No, the her- hermacy is you're a big right, niche. Right. You are attract. You are attractive to a wide variety of people are in similar situations to you. Yeah, that uh, I forgot. Hermit, hermit. Now it makes sense. Right. Just we're, we're hermits. We only meet up once every ten years and talk about our caves. But you don't actually meet up. You do it online. And we don't have caves. What you want to smash all the illusion? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a cave. You're not a real hermit. Fuck off, Dave. Purist, <laughs> you're a legacy hermit. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's your legacy and birthright. No, it's fucking not, <laughs> it's an experience just after birth. <laughs> but right now, like everything's cyclical, yeah. And I like the idea of technology, technology is a tool like you, uh, but yeah, it's why, why not have a refrigerator? A refrigerator? Ah ha ha ha! Monty actually got out today in the hermit crab. <laughs> uh, I don't take my house with me. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Backwards compatible hermit. Hmm. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> we need to, Bruce. We need to write a high level level technical guide to hermacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah? that would be yeah. I think we could make a billion. We, we, have, we could make a billion dollars in sales on it if we did the right images. Are you a yeah, hermit? The big book of hermits. Yes. How to proper I, I, how to I'm, properly yeah. live as a as a hermit. <laughs> yeah. How to spot a hermit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like bird no, no, watching, hermit watching. watching. Yeah, uh, the the, the uh, yeah. hermit hermits for dummies. <laughs> Hermacy for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. How to be a successful best line hermit. ever. Best line ever about uh, you know being a hermit or a social hermit is I think the best line I've ever heard is a Charles Bukowski line, the American writer, and um, it was in the only film he ever had made, uh, Barfly with Mickey Rourke. And Faye Dunaway asked him, "Do you hate people?" He says, "No, no, no I don't hate anybody. I, I just seem to feel better when they're not around." <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if I came up with the line or I heard it somewhere. It just came out subconsciously. But my one is like, um, you should go outside. I'm not going outside. It's all peopley out there. Yeah. It's all peopley out there. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. like an agoraphobic. <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah, to meet the one, you have to go meet people. You can see the dilemma I'm in. <laughs> right. I only want to meet one of them. Yeah, the universe, yeah. it better be the one or I'm staying inside another 10 years. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm taking the universe to court. Um, I, not fulfillment of product. <laughs> Look, I was told I would find my one and I've tried it once 10 years ago. This product sucks. I want my, my money back. <laughs> You're overthinking it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she can't. She can't hurt you anymore, Monty. Maybe I want to be hurt, Bruce. Maybe I want to. I just like the idea <laughs> of a court. I just like the, the idea of a courtroom where Your Honor, the reality is is blocking the question. <laughs> the universe, all it is and was and will be, is on the stand and being cross. Uh, that just makes me you. Imagine the 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 the, the, the universe's uh, defense lawyer asking him questions. So, universe. <laughs> Did you provide any other opportunities for said individual? <laughs> um, in fact, yes, I did. In 1908, in 1744, in 1999, Objection, Your Honor. We're only talking about this lifetime, not the other multiple lifetimes. Though my client was unaware that those those lifetimes were existing at that at multiple at the same time. And then the universe states well, we have a contract in awareness and unawareness. It doesn't matter <laughs> via tacit consent. You agree to these rules. Is this not your tacit consent signature? <laughs> and, and who would be the judge? Would that be the creator? Yeah, so, the, the, oh, it's the, a, a creator's friend. Yeah, yeah. This is Simon. Yeah. <laughs> I created him yesterday. <laughs> or an outside, another creator from another universe who has all the same deals and he uses our creator to go to his court. Yeah, and discovers chocolate. So he just eats chocolate all the time. Yes, yeah, just chocolate all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Any further questions? No. The irony. Oh, yeah. So, so, Mister Universe, as the as the lawyer is uh, the 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 prosecution lawyer. <laughs> so, so Mr. Universe, Universe, if that's your real name, <laughs> apparently you are all one. <laughs> If we are all one, why have not my client had his one yet? And the universe sighs and goes, <laughs> you know, it's not about instant gratification. <laughs> it's about putting the effort into the existence. And when one doesn't put the effort, the universe doesn't just walk up to your door, knock and go, here you go. Well, in the process, according to your contract, it says it does. <laughs> well, I like to point to you, Mr. Lawyer, sir. This is a multiple reality, a multiple dimensional reality. This one sucks. What actually the client wants to happen happened over there. Now, you have the chance through consciousness to change your perception from this reality to that reality. I'm out. And therefore, your one is already waiting but you're too uh, ignorant to see it. <laughs> exactly. From your choices, <laughs> that you, every time you make a choice 
and just in the background, this chocolate is still fantastic. Oh, nougat. Yes. <laughs> Imagine having to be the court recorder for this shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm editing all this shit to the Acacia record again. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you humans? <laughs> oh, time is linear. No, it's not. It's fucking cyclical. Going <laughs> around and round and round and right. round. <laughs> it's psycholocal, psycholocal, yeah. like psycho. I do like Mark Twain's uh, quote: um, "History doesn't repeat; it rhymes." <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> My God, Mark Twain was a brilliant with some of the stuff that he come up with. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And he, he he went on tour. He actually made it to Australia. On he was touring as well. So I mean, I, I wasn't alive, so I'm I'm not that worried that I missed him. But um, without too much information, Andrew, was he just a shining light, or was he just happy to um, exist, or? What, what is the story of Mark Twain from the galactic historian's point of view? He came at a time where the type of mind and social interactive community that he had was upsetting the end of the Elizabethan era with reason, logic, comedy, and a potential of a brand new reason and logic that didn't allow Elizabethan concepts to own the reality anymore. Oh, nice. And Oscar Wilde, I think it was around the same time as well. It's very, very similar thing. It was yeah. creating a whole new perception of the new elite that the elite could no longer hold on to their perceptions of intelligence anymore. Something had out- outdone them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, just the, the, uh, just the connection, like, you know, comedy, it doesn't have to be, you know, hilarious all the time, but comedy is basically making connections people don't see. Right. And then there's a, sometimes of a, a, a response of laughter, but yeah, um, Oscar Wilde is still, uh, he, uh, Oscar Wilde only wrote two or three plays mm-hmm. and um, his famous one, the something of being earnest. I can't remember how to say uh, the late anyway, but that's still being performed today. And he's, um, just known because of you know uh, allegedly the last thing he said before he died was those those if those curtains don't go I will or something like that and then he died yeah, yeah. yeah and it's in this um what was the other thing um what's the the best thing about dropping friendship is um oh, I can't remember it because it's so they make perfect sense and the 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 wordplay is fantastic it's just very hard to remember them because you keep stuffing up the order but it's about um what like frequency and friends or something like um uh, if you're not matching with frequency you can uh, when they're not there as well uh i'm butchering it i'll stop talking because i'm <laughs> memory trying to remember using my mouth why don't you google it Google? (laughs) Well, I I can't remember correctly. It's like, uh, how do you spell this? Look it up in the dictionary. I know what it fucking means. I have no idea how to spell it. Phonetic doesn't start with an F. Yes, but if you could get one third spell it correct, Google is pretty close. Uh, All right. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'll see what. Yeah, talks amongst yourselves. A lie can travel around the world before the truth has had a chance to tie its shoes. That's so true. <laughs> well, what, what, what's the truth so tying, putting shoes on? 
so it could have traction. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Why does the truth need traction? Because lies are slippery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lies are always on the move, man. You got to be on the move when you're lying. So why does lying work? People are afraid of confrontation. Okay. For all the, the, the ideologies of psychology and psychics and everything, because I get asked this question all the time, could people lie to you? Sure. People lie to me all the time. It's a matter, do I call them out or not? Okay. And then there are other people believe their lies. And no matter how psychic you are, their energy says they believe their lie. <laughs> okay. Why, why has... Why has lies been persistent in our reality? Well, I think it's more a question of an absence of truth. And you got, and you got to put something in the bucket. <laughs> so how do you know what's in the, the bucket, though? How do you know if anything is actually in the bucket? Everything, everything goes in the bucket. Everything we think we know, everything we don't know, but say we know, everything goes in the bucket. Every, the bucket let's say the bucket's the global narrative here. Okay. Right. And yeah, people would just rather speak than be quiet. And if you don't have anything true to say, everything you say is going to be in some way, shape, or form. Like most people now are pathological liars and it's completely socially acceptable. Yep. So I, I've, I've seen this in several cultures now, right? So I've, yep. I've, China, when I lived in Taiwan for two years, they have a very special way of lying. Um, Costa Ricans and Central Americans do as well. It's not that they lie. So let me tell you one thing in this culture. People don't like to say no. And they don't like to say, I don't know. So if you stop, if you pull over on a two lane road with an 80 kilometer an hour uh, speed limit, and you're kind of lost in, uh, along the beach in Punta Arenas, and you pull over and you go into a store and you ask for directions, they'll give you directions and you'll think you just got met the guy who wrote the map. And you start to follow the directions. The guy didn't know what he was talking about. It happens all the time, right? They would rather say something than nothing, right? And then when you're an and then when you're an when you're an immigrant when you leave your country and you live in a country a, a culture you weren't born in as an adult not you know traveling with your dad if he's in the military or the state service but uh, or your mom um, then you have a clearer reflection on your birth culture you start to see a lot of the bullshit as the programs from your my birth culture being Canada fade away and what I can report is everybody lies and n most people don't even know they're lying. Right. So if, right. if, if, you know, if you go through any, imagine what it's like to go through uh, training at a decent sized stock brokerage on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. They're not going to actually have a class called How to Lie, but everything that they're teaching you is basically how, how to, to sell. sell. How to how sell. To se yeah. yeah. Which is lying. Yeah. Well, the language of say, look, there's nothing wrong with selling things. We live, we live in, an, in a universe of exchange. And a galaxy of exchange and a solar system of exchange, a family is an exchange. There's nothing wrong with exchanging, but the problem is the language of sales has been so corrupted. Yeah, I'm looking for a car. I actually needed a car. Why did you lie to me and sell me this piece of shit? You know, I actually, I would have bought, you know, I would have spent a little bit more and bought this, but it's so epidemic now. It's unbelievable. And, you know, it, it's getting to the point now where you, you can't get people to be held to their world and their word in a business deal, unless you're part of some of 
criminal organization now because the courts don't yeah, work. The guns, the guns, right? the guns, so, a contract killers still do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the oldest, oldest method I think there is for contract enforcement. But, you know, exactly. so I try, I try to keep my word in everything I date, everything I do and um, everything I say. Um, especially the bigger the thing, the more important, right? The little things like, you know, you come to bed 30 minutes I, in my head. When I say that out loud to my wife, I know I'm going to finish this episode of whatever. It's actually going to be 90 minutes, but I say 30 minutes, right? right? Uh, we all really do that. Fun. We all do that one. I, I just need 15 more minutes. And you just started the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to finish this film and it's Lord of the Rings, the extended edition. Right. Yeah. I, I'm halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a four-hour movie. Well, it's a, it's a 12-hour trilogy. Yeah. So lying is lying is like breathing now for, for most of the first world nations and stuff. Look at our foreign policy. This is, you know, go back to the conspiracy stuff. If there, there is no conspiracy. The world's always operated this way. The only thing that's changing now is Canadians and, and Americans are, forced to grow, are being forced to grow up and accept a much higher level of corruption in their societies than they ever knew anything about. Big deal. I mean, you know, Brazil throws former presidents in jail every three or four years. This is a normal- about Every thing. three or four months now. Every three or four months, yeah. yeah. There you go. And then right? they just let, they just let and, one out. Um, they let one out and then they put them back in jail too. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, people lie. They had a big revolution in France. Apparently people got their heads cut off. But people lie. Right. Yeah. And then they got, they enjoyed that. We're very young nations. Yeah. 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 You know, the irony of what you said is that a candidate, Canadians and Americans are being forced to accept corruption that has already been there, but at a much more public in your face level. I, I, you kind of went out. um, I went out for about 15 seconds. Can you just repeat that? What you were saying before, I very much agree with it. Canadians and Americans are being forced to accept public corruption that had already been there, just been hidden, and now oh, yeah. they're forced to accept corruption at a public scale. Yeah, yeah it's been re- it's been reported on, and no one seems to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you, you know, so what? What? Let, let Let's tackle some of the big lies that are firing up public movements. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't know what's what's firing up the left. What's firing up Antifa? What's firing up the militant wings? Uh, of the every police, every matter. Every policeman in the United States is hunting and killing black men. Yeah, that's the narrative put yeah. forward. It, it, yes, yes. Now, if if. if well, let, let's take Antifa because it's 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 easier to deal with, and it's um it's a it's a mixed <laughs> it's, it's a mixed bag of nutters. Um, you know, when you look at it, there's actually some things you can kind of agree with. Like, there's a lot of things seriously wrong with the capital system as we practice it now. We've made no significant corrections or no significant advancements in penalty or consequence or application of existing regulation and statute through the Securities Exchange Commission since the 2008 subprime mortgage fiasco. So it's just, you know, it's just going on. And then, you know, as you're, if you're sitting in America watching your news and you're going, oh my God, I can't believe how corrupt this China is. Look what they're doing to us. I mean, why can't we stop this? 
Well, I mean, what do you think happened in 2008? I mean, the American financial system robbed the whole world. That was a robbery. People lost wealth, okay? That, that wealth went somewhere. You think Chinese intelligence, does, you know, just because we can't openly agree on it in, in Western society, we grapple with it in the alternative media, doesn't mean every single intelligence agency in the world has not figured it out. They, they knew it before the U.S. knew it publicly, yep. right? These aren't AAA bonds. And yet that's fraud. How is that any different than printing currency in your basement? HR it, three, it isn't. It's HR 3474 passed under Clinton allowed that stuff to happen. It allowed yeah. subprime mortgage to be done exactly the way it was and gave them all the rules to change the banking laws. It's yeah. at Glass-Steagall. Like, I know it's at Glass-Steagall. It was- Glass-Steagall came, Glass-Steagall came afterwards. Okay, okay. HR 3474, 1994. Look it up. House yeah. Resolution 3474. Now, the reason, the reason that was even able to happen in the United States, number one, uh, passing off the bonds as AAA and they weren't. They were garbage bonds. It, that's literally like selling counterfeit gold or silver or jewels or something like mm-hmm. that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very, very, very serious thing. But the other thing that made it so critical when the collapse started in the United States is there's no separation between client and investment investment banking. In Canada and Australia, Monty, uh, if you're not aware of this, investment banks are are separate banks from like client banks, like whatever normal people go to to get their mortgages. And you're not allowed to mix the two because investment banks are considered high risk. Not in the US, boy. You know, not in the U.S. It was all, and and nothing's changed since 2008. It's almost like it's re- ready to happen again. And um, all it is all ready, it is it is going to happen again. It's going it's already oh, happening. Yeah. The end of first quarter, bankruptcies will be through the roof, as well yeah. as the foreclosure market from all the people who have rental houses who've had a year of unpaid rent. Bruce McDonald, ladies and gentlemen. The most serious man in comedy. Yeah, and um, um, like insulin's <laughs> gone up. And what is the thing with lumber? Um, like so, I've seen a couple of memes where this is how rich I am. I paid for these bad boys with cash, and there's three posts lying in the back of a uh, a, a ute or whatever you call them over there, a pickup truck. And then another one had like picked up shavings of pine and put them in little dime bag, and it's like I'm going to sell this on the street. <laughs> So why is lumber going through the roof over there? It's the way the lumber industry is making their money back after 20 years of getting beat up. And they've they've been been uh, legislated to allow them to do this, to gouge the price that high. Yeah. Yeah. And how do I know that? A lot of wood coming out of Canada. A lot of soft, a lot of soft wood that goes. By the way, folks, I I think I might have said this on another um, comedy show here, but if I'm repeating myself, so be it. You know, I think rock everywhere else I've been in the world, it's it's uh, cement and block, right? Always cement and block. So we use a lot. We use a lot more wood than most people. There's a lot of things North America does that are very unorthodox. You know, when we went there and we started doing this like a hundred years ago, I mean, any house that was built, you, you, if you had a, if you had a family with four brothers who could work, you could build yourself. A, everyone in the family would have a beautiful 2000 square foot home with, um, 
etchings in the wood and the wood would all be open because it was all on their property. You just go and you saw it down and then it slowly come to this point. Costa Rica went through the same thing. Um, we were down to 25% of forest land in the country, where it, whereas before it had been up around 80. And this was in the early 80s and they, they banned all uh, exotic wood cutting. And now we're back up to 80% forests, right? So, but there was some, you know, people, my father-in-law raised 11 kids cutting down Coca-Bolo, Manu and um, what, Manu Negra and all of these like hardwood and a Central American hardwood, hardwood folks. It makes, it makes oak look like styrofoam. It, uh, hardwood over here is al it's almost like nature steel. I can't even explain the hardwoods in the tropics. Robert knows what I'm talking about over there in Colombia, I'm sure. But they, you got hardwood. I'd love to see a karate master smash his fist through three inches of Manu. No way. He's going to the <laughs> hospital, man. It's... Just the eucalyptus is pretty amazing down here. Something yeah. to do with the weather or whatever. I'm not sure. Yeah. So the wood thing, but it's it, what's actually going on there, Monty, I think if I can expand on what you're saying a little bit, or was I can't remember if it was Andrew who brought up the wood. But what they're doing now, so they're, they're getting you primed for collective living, right? Forget about isms. It's not going to be socialism. It's not going to be communism. It's, it's going to be something new, but little, the worst parts of all of them put together into one thing. Like you're still going to have the burden of taxes because it's going to be a free market, despite the fact that it's completely social. It's socialism run through central banking. It is the absolute worst possible combination of all the trials and errors of the 20th century. This is their solution for us in the 21st century. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like uh, failing upwards, man. Um, but the only thing in our favor this time is people are, people are catching on. So the wood is part of increasing land prices and the availability of land you can work on. And what they're making it incredibly difficult to even build your own home now, right? So um, this is part of the problem. They've amended the building codes. And in Canada, what we're getting ready to drop is Canada is going to sign a lot of people on, on this call and a lot of listeners may not like to hear this, but I'm going to, I'm going to wade into this. Canada is on the, on the verge of signing the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Persons. Now, before you say that's a good thing, please go and read it. Actually read it from the beginning to the end, Okay. Because the United Nations wants all developed nations to give all the land back to the natives, which is, look, I am the last guy in the world who doesn't, who, who would give you any kind of a fight on the idea that we need a renegotiation with North American natives. And they certainly need a lot more of the land and incentive to develop it for organic food growing for general population and stuff like that. We owe the natives a lot, but they, what they're doing in their system is they're going to use the native as the new kind of like top tier person. Well, they're going to be the top of the straw man system. And if the natives don't have good leadership, who can see through this, they're, they're going to end up in a worse situation. It's already going on here in Costa Rica. It's already, they signed the, it's called UNDRIP, by the way, UNDRIP, United Nations <laughs> Declaration for the Rights of Indigenous Persons. Costa Rica signed it about seven years ago. The natives here immediately took them to court at the United Nations, one, and there were thousands of farmers in the province of Punta Arenas displaced. It's now, re it's now resulted in deadly armed standoffs between um, displaced natives and uh, displaced farmers, three generations of Costa Rican farmers and natives, right? And then, it and then the natives 
what they're doing with all the land rights now, they're not taking care of the land. They're going back to commercial woodcutting to take down the forests. Like nobody's being what they're <laughs> supposed to be anymore. White yeah. people aren't being white people. Natives aren't being native. Oh, let's get uh. the Let's give the land back to the natives. They'll take <laughs> care of it. Like, fuck, they'll strip mine it. Yeah. They'll have the gold cap teeth. Well, they're, they'll, they're... they'll have the gold rims, the gold rims on, on, on a big eight-cylinder Hummer. They will totally <laughs> pimp it out like Compton Gangster. You can't there is one it. constant. There is one constant. The United Nations is still the United Nations. Now, yes. this organization, in their infinite wisdom, has what China is on the 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 the, the what is it? The seat or the Commission of Human Rights, and they've just announced that China was it. Saudi Arabia and Iran are on the the Women's Council or something. It, it, it's the complete opposite of like you know Saudi Arabia and, and women's issues. Or the support of women doesn't really make sense because the way that they actually treat women in that country and another and there's not a woman on that commission or whatever it is <laughs> they're all men so yeah. the, the the un which is fascinating when you, you see the peacekeepers because they've got the un and then you have the americans that have us so it's the un and the us now we just need um uh uh, uh um the enemy to paint them on their trucks and it makes everything easier. Yeah. Yeah. So un army, us army, them army. Yeah. It's good for the economy. What? Oh, <laughs> have wow. you noticed as well? Have you noticed as well that a lot of people are like what we need now? Yeah, they look at the millennials and all this like, yeah, we need another Vietnam. <laughs> These people that ah, uh, it just uh, you got to the point where Bill Maher is actually actually making fun of you I know, know this, right this generation. He's, he's made a comeback with me since Trump got out of office. He's actually <laughs> hitting he's hitting all the issues I'm thinking about, and he's just nailing them. And there was hmm. there was a lot of really good talent that was lost to the Trump derangement syndrome. Like they just couldn't focus. They hated this guy so much, right? Right. Yeah. And now, the addiction's I, I, still there. I want to say yeah. something about Bill Maher. So he went off off before the election and he had he, he didn't come back until the second week in January. So before he went off, you clearly see him made the transition to I'm a starting to attack the left. Uh, like his last six or seven episodes before he went off air, he began at, I mean, actively he had passively gone after the left before but it had been actively going after the left and the craziness within it and doing something. And when he came back, the whole Trump, the whole thing, he, he got his ratings on that, but he, he like right now he's hammering it on the left, hammering them. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. But, well, he got it. He distilled it down to one sentence. Your ideas are stupid. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Day 1,414 to get my solar approved. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that was a brilliant bit he did where yeah. he kept giving updates on yeah, a little, little pool could be in, in his backyard. What was it, over three years dealing with the permit people to get yep. solar? Oh, my God. The Welcome hut was already made. All he needed to do was the permit to connect it. That was it. Yeah. 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 My, my brothers-in-law can cut the wood, plane it, square the posts, and build a house in, 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 in a month. You know, the, the, the whole thing. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Canada. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, if you're an Amer American and you haven't spent a lot of time in or studying Canada, 
California is your Canada model. That is that is your Can California and Vermont are your two Canada provinces. Okay, you, your two Canada states. That, that that's but not even that's even only about seventy percent of how ridiculous everything is in Canada now. You know, to get permits for anything and and what happens is it it builds a huge black market. People just build their back decks. They build their cabins, or or their their tool sheds in the backyard, and they just hope they don't get caught right? right good time to be a corrupt building inspector right now folks could be five hundred thousand dollars a year yeah, it's a, a similar thing here in australia where i, I we've been living in this country for over 200 <laughs> years you think <laughs> you think that we actually know how to build a house for our, our weather conditions and not when let's build like the Canadians, which doesn't make sense because we don't have what nine months of snow. We had, you know, if, if you've ever had an Australian summer, it's unique. You know, <laughs> you know, people walking around in 35 degrees Celsius. Oh, it's a bit warm. <laughs> people from England are like, help me, help me. And then we have the cold. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't understand, like, um, you know, the whole globalism where you can't self-sustain, you have to be um, dependent on others. We've got trams and trains from China and, and France and the, the French build beautiful trams for France, but in Australia, they freak out because it's a completely different environment. And so Australian built for Australian standards, which is pretty intense, <laughs> let's be fair. Considering all those things trying to kill those trains. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, and even the things that can't kill you, they want to. They want to, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't he cute? He wants to kill you. He can't, but he wants to. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, Australia where someone shared a photograph where you have a dingo eating a shark while two, two snakes have sex in the foreground. That's Australia. That's Australia. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just, it's so funny. I've said it before. Racist in this country is completely stupid. Oh, we're full of what? Space? Exactly. <laughs> Space? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah the, the city's busy. And I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah city you ever been to San people. Francisco? Eight hours yeah. of traffic? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't full. Yeah. Well, Los Angeles has 21 or, or 22. I don't know. But it, you just have that. It, it's just... So you can land planes on one side of it. There's like seven or eight lanes and they're all traveling at four miles per hour or something. Yeah. Some of them are 12 lanes now. Yeah. Yes. Um, have you heard of public transport? <laughs> Not in California. No. <laughs> they killed that a long time ago. So everyone buy cars. Oh, that's at a footy match. I feel violated now. But yes, there is no, there's no need for racism. We're all, well, that's the thing. It's we're all one race. So I'm kind of helping, hoping, you know, um, you know, humanity realizes they listen to a alien report and there's aliens and all of a sudden our petty little squabbles will hopefully disappear and then take it a generation. Okay. We'll go back to it. Yeah. So let me, let, let me, th this whole thing of race just absolutely fascinates me. Right. So for those of you who've been tuning in for, you know, since I've been coming on here, you may remember that I have this abaca farm. Abaca is a male banana plant that produces no fruit, but the uh, the trunk has a fiber. It can be 
reduced to a fiber through a decortication machine that's very useful in a lot of things. It's right up there with him. And so um, I have um, uh, six Nicaraguans living on my, my family land up here, which is about 100 hectares. And we have a separate house for them and everything. And, you know, they've been interacting with us for three or four months. And then I talked to my wife and my wife's sisters. And I'm just like, man, you people are racist. Like, it's unbelievable. Then I talked to the Nicaraguans. And I'm going, man, you people are racist. It's unbelievable. And they're so, <laughs> they're so similar, the Costa Ricans and Nicaraguans, right? And, um, but they have so much to say about each other. I never saw this side of my wife or her family before. And I said, you know, well, you know, why don't you say racist stuff about me? She says, hey, we do all the time. You're just never there. <laughs> you are a white devil. <laughs> white Diablo. Just like, you know. Oh, no, the thing, the things that are just, um, you know, it's just it's just amazing. So the biggest thing. Um, so the what and then and then it breaks into the families. So so. The wives of, of the Nicaraguan abaca cutters, they all came with their wives and there's two children and one of the women is pregnant now. And the wives don't get along. They're fighting all the time, right? So it's just insane. And then you get the Costa Rican commentary on the Nicaraguan relationship. It's just unbelievable, man. And, uh, you know, I don't know how this idea of racism came into people's minds. Okay. I mean, there's certain, I don't have a, a racist bone in my body, but honestly, the first thing I notice when I meet someone is their race, is their physicality before they speak before anything. And, you know, race is a part of being human, but it's certainly not a, a frontier, a boundary or a limitation of any kind. Well, and is it for my money, a race? the left, hold on one, let, let, let me make my money point here, Monty because I'm going to bring us right back to politics and Domar. For my money, the left is actually, whether they realize it or not, you know, going back to Andrew's question about the Indian call center karma, the karma the left is creating now with this bull, they're actually creating, they think they can control this fire, but in the blink of an eye, it's going to take out 100 hectares of forest land, okay? They, should, they, they shouldn't even be playing these games, right? Because... It's, it's just ridiculous to be using that kind of energy as political capital, you know, at that base level, which is almost civil war now. They're not going to give it to you. Take it. You know, uh, the comments. Uh, we, we haven't done a comedy show since the Chauvin verdict, have we? Have no, we? I, don't think, oh, yeah. I think we I do remember talking about it. But I mean, I mean, some 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 of the stuff Maxine Waters said, I honestly as objectively as I can be, that that is um, at the very least disturbance of the public, um, uh, inciting a riot or or, mm. or, or inciting or violence. On, she 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 in, it's in that. What do we call that in magic, Andrew? That's a public incantation into a public mind of millions of people. Right. You can't control that, right. and mm. she's it's got the authority to do it. It's no and different is, than what Trump did. Mm -hmm. No different than what he Trump did. He did it too. Yeah. And, and well, he, no, Trump he did, did it better. It <laughs> yeah. He hid it so behind. He, yeah, number one, and, number yeah. one, number one race riot instigator. I'm number one. <laughs> no one can do it better than me. Because uh, I, when I first saw it, I didn't see it, but I didn't see all of it. 
and he he ends it like maybe it's his trump card oh do it peacefully but you know after 20 minutes of kill 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 but i mean metaphorically the energy's already out there but um uh, <laughs> as stephen crowder said look it's it's um um uh, oh, uh who's the dr- animal from uh, the muppet movie <laughs> maxine waters look like muppet She's been talking. That's not the first time she's done that. She's basically screamed at, you know, she's in, tried to incite all this stuff. Like, you know, if you see these people in a restaurant and stuff like go out, you'd see them out in public. You just tell them who we are. And yeah, it's, they back. think they're, yeah, yeah. They think they're in a physical fighting war and it's just ideas, but the, the certain, like the far left have to make it physical and it's all about control. And it's really weird in the last 20 years, at least in you know, the 21st century. Where, remember when the right or the far right were the evil nut jobs? Mm-hmm. And now yeah. it's it's kind of done that. And um, I was sort of, you know, I, I was sort of left, you know, peace, love and mung beans. And then the far left took the goalposts and ran with it. <laughs> and I'm more centrist now because some of the right are like, that makes sense. However, so... <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I have always I, been a cent- I've always been a I've always been a centrist in 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 between everything, 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 until it reached a point where I understood the nature of corruption and I couldn't be a centrist anymore. Now, for some of my political views for shows and holding up debates and topics, I remain a centrist, but still understand the right and the left. There is no difference in the Republicrats or the Demlicans, they're all one organization. There yeah. is no separation between the two. Oh, no, no, uh, the yeah. colors, right? It's like the, the Bloods and the Cribs. One has red and one has blue. They're both- But apart from that- That, yeah, that illegally yeah. controls society. No respect. Yeah. yeah. No respect, the- No, ab- absolutely no respect for us. And it's across the board as I watch this Trudeau prime ministership as well. The public purse is their petty cash. If it, like that's the most fundamental aspect of it now, right? So they have absolutely no respect for us. And I, 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 I am, you know, after I got over the shock, honestly, I was in shock that, that Trump didn't win a second term. But after I got over that and I started to think, I, I, I would love to see the moment, and I don't know how much longer they can hold it off, where everybody joins in the center and says, well, they told us you did this. Well, they told us you did this. And then we all just sort of realize and turn our heads and we're all pointed in unison as the beautiful multicultural direction in the right multicultural society. Our, our attention is on the right obstacle that's preventing us from creating a better world for ourselves and our children, our grandchildren, right? I think it's possible. People think I'm an optimist that it's going to go helter-skelter. I think that's nonsense. I think that's just yeah. gasoline being poured by the mainstream media. Right. Well, the, like I, I said, if the media is the problem, if, if 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 rioting, yeah, if rioting doesn't spread from city to city, you don't have a problem. Go back to the 2007 British riots that went from Lancashire to Manchester to London to Surrey. It was getting scary, and it was going six, seven. Oh, another city's rioting, and and you know that was scary. And if if the race problem and the race. Um, hatred existed that some of the white extremists and black extremists are saying really existed cities would be on fire now man you know and and, well, that, it, and it's not so there's your evidence 
Yeah, and that's the kind of problem. There are people saying that uh, the United States system, whatever it is, is built to hate the black man because it was created by the white man. And it's like, um, like Chuck D from Public Enemy leans towards that. And I'm like, uh, that doesn't resonate with me, mainly because he's a multimillionaire. Because like, so if it's racist, how did he, be, you know, if they're going to go to the nth degree, why can't we? Like LeBron James, the king. I'm like, well, it's a democracy, uh, Mr. James. So stick that up your bum. Uh, he's, compl- he's complaining that uh, blacks can't get anywhere. They're always in poverty. He's a multimillionaire because he plays basketball and has never been arrested. So what is he talking about? And also it... It's just not at the moment they're focusing on the black. It's we get into statistics and blah blah blah, but uh, Hispanics, Asians, uh, Native Americans, humans, certain humans have the same problems. It's uh, it's all about rates, and it's fascinating. Uh, up until Obama, race relations were going quite well. Then Obama came in, and then. <clears throat> Um, you know, diarrhea hits the hits hits the fan and spreads all over your lovely white linen. A divided a divided us is a prosperous them. That's what people need to realize. Mm. J- John Lennon had it right, man. Even if he was a Tavistock uh, experiment. And it's like I'm, I I I always end up saying I don't say I'm a centrist because I I, I don't flip flop. I just pick and choose. Or, well, that oh, sounds good. Fl- that oh, sounds you, good. Oh, you flip flop, on you flip flop. Yes, I flip flop. No, I yeah. don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't. Monty is a flapjack. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, only, I only swap when the heat gets too much. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fair weather supporter. Yeah, it's like um, uh, like here in Australia, we basically need a treaty with the Aboriginals because there's that gaping wound. But people like there are people saying, "Oh, we don't need a, a treaty. They should just accept what's going on." It's like. They could if they had a treaty. That's basic warfare. That you know, uh, invasion. They lost. Then you have a, a treaty. But there hasn't been a treaty yeah. for two hundred years. And then people bring up, oh, but these other treaties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's back then. They suck. Like I'm sure that as you said earlier in the show, North America really needs to have a look at the uh, the First Nations again. And so I go, yeah, well, let's do better. I'll, I'll tell. I'll speak to that a little bit about Canada. And and oddly enough, I had a, a nice uh, Zoom chat today with my best friend growing up, and still my best and longest friend in life, who's a full-blooded Ojibwe, um, from the Curve Lake Reserve, the Wheatung Reserve, which is. And this is what I'm going to talk about. When you look at the reserve system in Canada, we have some reserves, um, like the Wheatung Reserve, the Curve Lake Reserve, that has produced incredible people. People who've gone on to run computer companies. People who've uh, been very, very high up in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Um, uh, two uh, Governor General's award-winning literary writers from one reserve. One reserve. Can you expand right? on the and, governor? And it, if you expand on the Governor General for like non-commonwealth. Like, yeah, it's like the Pulitzer Prize for literature in Canada. So I, I grew up going to this reserve because my best friend was from that reserve, his family and his, his aunts and uncles still live, live there. And um, his mother entered into a mixed marriage with a Mohawk. And um, <laughs> they left that particular reserve because the Ojibwas didn't want a Mohawk on that reserve. There you go into those little races. They have them too, okay? 
So in the 60s, they didn't want Phil to move on to this reserve. Yeah, they didn't want Phil on the reserve because he was Mohawk. So he left. Um, But and then you have other reserves in Manitoba in Canada where they have their dogs that they keep as pets don't get fed anymore. They fit, they, they become a feral pack that three years later mauls two or three children to death and it's national news. It's just like, a, I, I call those bad spirit reserves, but you know, something is coming now that I've mentioned the UNDRIP, the United Nations De- uh, Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People. They're, this is part of the great reset agenda 2020. They're going to usurp land by giving it back. So basically what the people at the top do is they create the karma and then, then allot the karma to us. They scapegoat it, right? Mm. So they did, it was their organizational structure that destroyed native culture. And now we have to pay the price for it, right? So, yeah. and that's what they do. That's what they do throughout. And Americans especially should be listening to what I'm saying right now, because that's why everyone in the world wants to kill you. Because the stuff America has done in the last 30 years is, and it's the only country that's really been doing that kind of stuff. It's not like the KGB and the, and the FSB and, and Spesna was out cutting heads off and taking over diamond mines and, you know, no, just America, just America. And that's part of what's going on now. And Pelosi and, 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 and Hillary and all of these people on the left, they're trying to own that karmic dark cloud and, and, that's that's the thunderbolt they want to kill people with right and so they're they're accentuating it now that's what the domestic racism and the incitement is all about they they want to get this chaos karma going and this bloodshed karma going the most serious man in comedy (laughs) yeah i was like but the thing is that uh politicians do care about you bruce just one, once every four years on election day. And I think this is where yeah. the arrogance kicks in. It's like, well, they voted in for us, those fools. They've given us power. And the, the disrespect kicks in again and they can do what they want. Um, because I think Andrew's mentioned a couple of times that um, over the years, there isn't a um, force or a, a group of people to tackle the white-collar crime to actually enforce yeah. the law. And that's the problem where... Uh, I mean, what is it? Twenty-one, so you know, thirteen. It's hundred is hundred and eight years. Yeah, hundred and eight years of uh, the Federal Reserve Bank, and it's never been audited. Yeah. Talk to any accountant. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean it's never been audited? <laughs> How do they get away with that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we're at a point, guys. We've been going well, for an hour there's and a half. Nobody above them. Yeah. Right. Nobody above them. They can do whatever they want. Do we want to take some calls? Yes. Yes, we do. All right, everybody. If you are listening here in the Zoom room and want to have a conversation with us, click on the participants button, go raise your hand. If you are listening on YouTube, which is a lot more people on YouTube, ironically, YouTubians, and you want to be a part of the conversation, you must join the Zoom room. I just quickly jumped in and checked on the YouTube and the Facebook numbers and YouTubians and Facebookers. If you want to be a part of the call, actually be able to like actually physically talk to us live, you must be in the Zoom room. All the information is up there for on the screen. Rob will leave it up there. All you got to do is got to go to zoom.us, enter the meeting number right there on the screen, enter the passcode, and you will be brought right into the room. Sacrifice a small animal. Bless your... (laughs) 
then you click on the participants button. You click raise your hand. Always now, think of Bon Jovi. Exactly. Raise your hands, raise your hands, raise your hands. And we have no one that has raised their hands in this Zoom room. Up there we go. Finally, we got one. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Been listening for so long, sucking off our energy and not raising your hands, bitches. Andrew, what Andrew is displaying is the Disney school of business of um, insulting the customers so they'll buy their product. Yes. It's like there's a restaurant called Dick's where the, the, they were paid to, to insult you. Okay. Are you going to Dick's tonight? Uh, I don't know. The customer service is a bit dodgy. Exactly. Customer service is a bit dodgy. <coughs> yes, I'm an Aries. I'm rambunctious and I have no regrets. All right, Robert. There is only a 50-50 chance for the two people that have raised their hands, which should be incentive to all the YouTubians who are going, I don't want to click on another screen. I like YouTube too much. You can click on another screen. You can have two windows open at once. Really, you can do it. Yeah, well, and- if, you're, if you're obsessed to YouTube, A, are you a subscriber to me? And B, can you um, donate to my PayPal account? I've got to pay rent. Just, just okay. putting it out there. You okay. love YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Therefore, you love me. Okay. Let's see how that and works. now for those people that are listening here in the Zoom room, and I've been listening for a long time, only two of you guys have raised your hands. Bad viewers. Bad, bad viewers. <laughs> I break all contracts, vows, and agreements for each of those people that have not raised their hand to talk to us. So, Robert, <laughs> spin the wheel of 50-50 callers and see who is first. <laughs> All righty. Um, hmm. uh, Amy, let's hear first. <laughs> Jamie, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Hi, where are you here. calling from? I'm in Colorado today. Welcome to the show. What did you think of our comedy show so far? Oh, I'm laughing at the Dick's Last Resort comment you just made. Uh, totally went to a buddy's 21st birthday at a place called Dick's where they just make fun of you. Right. <laughs> it's a restaurant chain that only lasts about eight, eight, seven years, six or seven years. <laughs> out of business. Well, it was owned by Alice Cooper. Yeah, there, there was yeah. a whole bunch of other weird things with it. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have to tell us that's funny, comedical, interesting? Well, uh, first, I want to give you mad props. Uh, you've been doing it. You know, what's the expression? Uh, you think you're enlightened? Spend two weeks with your family. And yep. uh, yeah, you, you, you win that game. Uh, I've <laughs> been trying to do that. And yeah, my, my mental state is really important to me. So it's uh, mad props to you for doing that. Part of the journey. Part definitely, of the journey. Definitely part of the journey. <laughs> yes, especially in yeah, um, in a du- uh, duality, you need balance. S- slight irony there. <laughs> so sometimes it's good to have the family just like to uh, uh, have the spiritual ego. Like I shared a meme which is great, where um, like the human ego. Uh, there's a man standing on a ledge. It's like I can't handle this anymore. I- I'm I'm just going to end it all and jumps. And lands on the spiritual ego. <laughs> it's like you, you get rid of the, 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 the physical ego and then you go to the spiritual ego. Also, at the same time, um, your high self can give you a bit of a hint of like, you're getting a bit too excitable there. Where, you know, when you stab your toe on the bed for no apparent reason, it's like, I'm awesome. I can do everything. Boom. Oh, my toe. Definitely. <laughs> so how long you been listening for? I've been listening to you guys since the beginning. Uh, if I haven't been here in the Zoom room, I catch you on YouTube as a replayer. 
because I generally have been working on Fridays. So it's nice to catch you guys here live. And it's been a while, so it's good to be back as well. Well, thanks for calling in. So of all the comedy shows that you've seen, what are some of the things that have made you laugh, spit a drink out? Share some of your, your comedy stories for us. Definitely when we make fun of the kleptocracy, the idiocracy, and we were making the, the Gary and Barry jokes. Uh, yes, good time. <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing with it all because it is idiocracy in the end. Um, that, that's definitely a fun one. I would love to go back and, and redefine the, the woke culture, like diet woke, light woke, awakening, <laughs> awakened, enlightened. <laughs> I thought about putting it on, on T-shirts. I'm part-time woke. Yeah, you're part-time. I, I, I take weekends off and overeat. <laughs> you take weekends off and are a part-time vegetarian on the weekend. Yes. Yeah, my mom, my mom's work, so that makes me half woke. <laughs> oh, I'm quarter pack woke myself. I'm quarter. I'm quarter woke myself. <laughs> exactly. Does that entitle me to anything if I'm quarter woke? <laughs> no. Oh, ridicule. Yeah. <laughs> ridicule <laughs> that's good tax incentives exactly what are my woke tax incentives <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- careful we may manifest the the uh the work protection act <laughs> oh, <laughs> there'll be another, Ca- another 1.3 trillion dollars Ca- caroline simpson in the chat room has an awesome line i have awareness narcolepsy i can't even tell if i'm awake <laughs> Awesome line. Awesome line. Thank you. Okay. So yeah, we could we could play more with the pickup lines that you were working with earlier. Oh yes. What do you got on, on light worker pickup lines? Oh, just playing around with the, you know, all the stars. For all the times I could see a star and be reminded of you. I can make a constellation. And that's an easy way to ask what's your sign. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's very clever. Is that LSD on your tongue? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a comedian here in Melbourne which um, did a great joke of like, yeah, did you fall from heaven? No, why? Oh, because the impact really fucked up your face. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Because <laughs> you know, because you're an angel, but yeah, it's it can't really because. Yeah, we, we mined that comic vein for a bit, so I can't remember any of the, the spiritual pickup one liners. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't have any more lines. I'm married. <laughs> I, that's that's a pick, lifetime ago. My pickup line is when is dinner ready? <laughs> when is dinner ready? When you'll make it, okay? <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, I, I I cook really well, but I've cut back on cooking because uh, women in this culture are very territorial about the kitchen. It's just, you know, very unusual for a man to be in the kitchen. Seriously, it's a gossip point for my wife. Okay, here's one. Are you a Native my, American my princess? <laughs> here's his pickup line. Are you a Native American princess? You know how to summon my spirit animal. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Not too bad. Mm-hmm. My spirit animal is my phallus. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, that's like the, it, you turn it that into... It communicates to me every morning. 
<laughs> so Sounds like the, the Egyptian card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the, the Egyptian version would be is that is that an obelisk in your pants or are you glad to see me? Or both. Well, there are some people who might like the obelisk. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, and I don't mean a French cartoon character. What 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 Hey, that's how I got through the the only reason I went to the school library is they had comics, which was Asterix and Tintin. Yeah. Same thing in Canada. It must have been some Commonwealth PSYOP. Yeah. I thought it was just <laughs> us because that's French. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we had it we had it in Australia. So yeah, you know, why are we watching uh, why are we reading French comics <laughs> in Australia? It was kind of odd. I I got to say, though, that sort of live action animation Tintin movie they did was brilliant. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. Have you seen it? Um, no, uh, but uh, Stephen Moffat helped uh, oh, yeah. write some of the scripts as well. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people connected to it. It's like, well, this just just the people involved, it, it sounds good because um, I think it's Spielberg and something else, blah, blah, blah. I'm even thinking about uh, looking at um, the Paddington, latest Paddington movies as well because Peter Capaldi's in it. I'm actually watching yeah. um, a, a TV okay. show called The Serpent. If anyone's familiar with that, it's out, it's out of England, and it's got Jenna yes, Coleman. I watched it. Yeah. it. yeah, I'm up to yeah. episode three. That's the one about the guy in Thailand, right? Yeah, the the serial killer. Oh man, that's quite. That, that goes with the green tank. <laughs> really, yeah. Robert? Yeah. It goes with the green tank for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, After- Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, just after I said well, um, it's about a serial killer, and you, ha ha ha, that goes through the green tank. You're like, what the hell are you people talking about? <laughs> All right, this is how I'm, I'm doing everybody. my daddy duty here, saying good night. Everyone uh, say, okay. everyone say hello to Aramisa. Hello. <laughs> hey, you're on the, you're live across the world. Hola, mi amor. Say hello to everyone. Hundreds of people are looking at you right now. <laughs> Tens okay, of I'll, people. I'll let you good guys go back to your serial, serial killers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how you dispose of a body, okay? You put it in the green tank and you let it sort of ferment for about a couple of months. <laughs> the smell is terrible. But after that, you have great compost and manure and your garden will look spectacular. Whoa. <laughs> just, you know, like, your, just, your French accent is just so unique. Yeah, strange that was Mexican. It sounded French. <laughs> <laughs> no, my French is more through the nose. <laughs> you, you, you pause for uh, moments. Uh, I can do South African as well. This, this is the trick to South African. You basically put a full stop at every word, and that's how you can sound like you're from South Africa. That's pretty good. Mm. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we're going to call it an end, to, at an end of the show today. We've had what, 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 what about Sean? He's the only other person oh, with his hand oh, raised. Oh, hold on, hold on. We can give Sean... <laughs> Yeah, well, let's, let's thank let's thank uh, Sean, our other guest. I've given you a signal to unmute. <laughs> Hello, Sean. I totally didn't see your hand raised there. <laughs> I thought I escaped. <laughs> no, no escape for you. You were well, captured by the Bruce. Captured. Bruce. <laughs> 
So good show. Good show. What do you have to tell us that's fun today? Not a thing. I'm pretty sure I blew my whole load in the beginning of the chat room. <laughs> you blew your whole load early, <laughs> huh? All yeah, the but, references to water sports with cows and uh, okay. <laughs> sacred cows. Premature comedical <laughs> ejaculation. Yeah, do cows water ski? Do they find a mountain to water ski up? Questions. Wow. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. <laughs> what are you feeling? I'm, fe- I'm feeling a, a nice getaway on an alp <laughs> with a cow. Well, so, if you were Scottish, it would be a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Up in the Highlander. Yeah, exactly. The cow would be looking back at you going, hey, no, 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 no. Go visit the sheep. <laughs> cow, That's, you're looking beautiful. We don't do that type of stuff around here, Luddy. Go on your way. On your way, no. John. Hello. Do you um do you know somebody down here in Costa Rica who owns a uh, uh, like uh, a farm area? Uh, is this a joke setup or a serious question? That's <laughs> oh, a serious question. Uh, I don't believe I do, but I might have known some people who like uh, traveled down there. Well, Sean and I friended each other on Facebook about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago. And then I was um, looking at uh, 60 hectares for sale just down the road from me in Puerto Viejo in my province of Limon in Costa Rica. And I went when I went to the guy's Facebook site because the sale posting was in an expat group in, in Costa Rica. You came up as a friend of his. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised. Yeah, really surprised. I thought there's a coincidence. Well, I I have been uh, part of a couple of groups that have kind of scattered into the diaspora, so anything's possible. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's one uh, of them. Now I'm, I kind of want to like uh, browse around and see who it is. Ah, yeah. Facebook, the the joy of stalking. <laughs> yeah. The, the CIA loves Facebook. Yeah. What took three months takes two days now. <laughs> where are where are you, Sean? I'm in Bryn Mawr, just about 20 minutes west of Philadelphia. Uh, I know where Devil. Philadelphia is now. I watched the Devil's, Rocky movies. Devil's Playground there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. It is true. That where, is they, the where they learned the... Uh... <laughs> The blood sacrifices that that started this country <laughs> yeah that's uh i think that's a concentration point for those satanic families is is that 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 whole state actually and yeah. around philadelphia there yeah. i think that's a safe bet oh yeah it just keeps up coming up again and again and again you know you watch mark Fascio and then you flew into it and then hey that guy's from pennsylvania as well right. <laughs> And then it makes you wonder, right? Because it's a largely rural state. So, yeah. Wow. You ever notice the similarity between Pennsylvania and Transylvania? <laughs> yes, I have actually noticed that. It's the Vania part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also there, there's a, a mythical story that started there. One's about Dracula. The other one's the federal government. But you know, yeah, yeah. six or power. half a dozen. And yeah. there's blood sacrifice in both. True. <laughs> yeah. United States, land where blood sacrifices were industrialized. <laughs> now we outsource it. 
<laughs> yes. Now number we one. Number one in blood sacrifices. Number one. Number one in outsourcing blood sacrifices. Nobody does it better. You're not going <laughs> to get any more better. blood. You're not going to get any more blood in any single one of them. You get no more blood out of this rock. I couldn't get. I I couldn't get my Trump. Accent. You know, I'm don't, I, I can do Bernie. Bernie's quite easy. He's slightly <laughs> Jewish, I'm and a, that's I'm a good a, thing. I'm a recovering vegan blood sacrificer. <laughs> Apparently, in Britain, uh, Britain, they're opening up a vegan butchery. I'm like, what? How do you butcher vegetables? Or <laughs> like make them? Yeah, you cut them badly. <laughs> like, Horror films for broccoli. Uh, so ooh, yeah. when I was in third grade, we had we had a book that was read to us, and we had to do as a book group called Bundiculo, a oh, vampiric yeah. bunny that would open refrigerators and suck the the juice out of vegetables. And then the vegetables were all white. Yep, <laughs> that was a great book. Yeah, it almost sounds like Count Ducula. <laughs> well, Count Ducula came out afterwards. Bundiculo was the starter of all the vegetarian vampire rabbits. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there's some all well, the politicians are just vampiric. Yes. They'll suck the life out of you. <laughs> they don't need blood anymore. They can just do it out of your checkbook. <laughs> just remember uh, on, on, on um, uh, whose line is it anyway? Careful now. Uh, um, this this animal can suck the life out of a man. What about a woman? Well, yes, too. A woman can suck the life out of a man as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah. What about a wet back? Uh, well, is it a Dyson? <laughs> you put that in the right place, that could suck the life out of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I only say Dyson because I've had 14 fucking emails from them and I press unsubscribe. Oh, one of them, uh, yeah, you, uh, I'm trying to unsubscribe. Please put email in section. All right, please allow up to 10 days. Are you fucking kidding me in 2021? Um, yeah, George, he's 86. He comes in weekly. Uh, he's the one who removes the, <laughs> the emails from the, from the list. I feel like, I feel like an airplane toilet would do the trick too. It would suck Bam. something. <laughs> more, more like the, the, the space station toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do they do they have tanks or does it just go straight out and like is it that classic human thing of like oh we'll just put it into space or into no, the no, ocean or no, they 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 put it all into a container and it gets um uh dehydrated and frozen it's it's and, uh packed into uh, vacuum sealed bags okay because yeah, well, the amount of space junk that out there is ridiculously high right now like the oh, amount yes. of toolboxes and wrenches that were dumped into space in the 60s and 70s and 80s is ridiculous you can dodge yeah. a wrench you can dodge a freeze-dried poo yes exactly yeah. <laughs> you're useless as a cock flavored icy ball <laughs> We're all quoting from um, Dodgeball. Yeah. One, one of the only one films I like of Ben Stiller. I mean, I understand why people like him. Doesn't float my boat. Dodgeball uh, did that. Dodgeball did. Zoolander took a while to grow on me, though. Yeah. yeah. Until one, suddenly, not two. Like, that, uh, two was awful. Zoolander mm. won. The first three or four times that I was watching it with others, I'm like, God, this is fucking awful. <laughs> then the fourth time, I watched it on my own. I'm like, am I enjoying this? <laughs> I don't know if I am. Drop and then he did that here. scene where he's kicking with both feet. I'm like, 
that's kind of funny actually <laughs> i did like the the, the model shot and like how do we get but the building's so small how will they get in and I'm like i like that one yeah um that yeah tropic amazing. thunder yeah i, I, I know, think i, I like I, looked, I turned left yeah, uh, uh, something about Mary. I seem to like Ben Stiller in something that he hasn't written. Yeah. Yes. Or directing. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 the Farley brothers used him brilliantly in something about Mary. I forgot all about that. That's one of my top 10 comedies of all time. Number one's Caddy Shack. Um, but yeah, I thought Tropic Thunder just sort of redeemed the guy for me. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just so brilliantly written and so funny and all, all. The sideways characters worked perfectly. The Tom Cruise agent, the yeah. Nick Nolte, the writer. Everything was just perfect. Simple Jack. When he's getting water tortured and he keeps calling cut, cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's a, a thing about like in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because uh, Tony Stark yeah. has the characters died. And in the comics, Iron Man became black. Mm-hmm. And um, someone asked, like, well, who will we get uh, to play black Iron Man? And someone put forward Robert Danny Jr. He's already done it right. once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dude playing a dude who's playing another dude. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> people yeah. Don't go retard. You went full retard. <laughs> And uh, Rip Torn, who was great in Dodgeball, was also mm. fantastic. And Freddie got fingered. Yep, great movie too. Yeah, yeah I, it, it it took a while to figure out what that title meant <laughs> here in Australia. Like we don't remember, well, we don't know. It's a 1930s reference to a court problem where you get f- <laughs> your finger pointed at by a witness. Totally different here in Australia in primary school. <laughs> Freddie got fingered. <gasps> Did he go to the police? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> was it a was it a priest? <laughs> yeah, like, is it that wacky uncle? I always worried about him. That's the worst pickup line. <laughs> Have you seen Freddie got finger? <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, we're at the end of the comedy show. Sean, thanks a lot for calling in. Thank you, guys. Monty, yeah, welcome. Why did Monty give away for people to get a hold of you? The main spa- uh, main place is YouTube, uh, Away for Thin Entertainment. Uh, um, if you dare uh, to and brave enough to go onto Twitter, I, I recommend it. It's quite funny. Uh, at Real Monty Dean uh, on Instagram, Monty Dean on Facebook as Monty Dean. Um, and in about twenty minutes, I'll be seen at Woolworths at Forest Hill because I'm going to buy some stuff. Ooh, Bruce, mm-hmm. do you want to give away? People get a hold of you. Uh, yeah, if you want more of me, I'm, I'm better on the page. Go to Amazon and uh, look up Bruce McDonald, M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, and, and buy a book. I imagine yeah, this audience would probably like Stardust Ranch, the incredible true story. What did you say there? Did you step on my name? Yeah, M-O-U-S-C. You're spelling it out like Mickey Mouse. M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, because everybody thinks M-C because of that goddamn hamburger shop. <laughs> exactly that hamburger guy oh and bruce yeah. and i can be heard on a, a global radio station uh run by nuts yeah so we, we occasionally do that but you'll, you'll see that on my youtube channel all right everybody you know who i am you go to my webpage andrewbarks.com i am going to be off for about 10 days there will be no coming this tuesday show it'll be a replay 
that means their Thursday, Friday show, which normally wouldn't be there, won't be there. But next Thursday, Friday, the 10th of May, I will be back live and in person. So for the next 10 days, I'm going to be having beautiful, relaxing vacation time. <sighs> I will catch you all again in about 10 days. All right, Robert, take us away. different bubble of reality is true. A galactic historian is a person that looks at all the lines of dramatic karma. Nudge, nudge. It's the holy grail. Improvise. <laughs> Mysterious. It's counter psychic intelligence. Why is DNA farming of this dark cluster so important? Because we do manifest our reality. We do create our reality.